0: Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. As a business evolves, it's hard not to get stuck in a rut. The spark disappears. Things become a bit more complicated than they should, and each day feels a little like the day before. If you want to get your mojo back, though, and reinvigorate how you run things, the answer might be to create a business by design. Strategist and mentor Chris Green has written a book called Business by Design, Take Your Business from Chaos and Overwhelm to Scalable and Rewarding. And he explains to Chris Ashmore that many business owners struggle to move beyond what he calls the entrepreneurial ceiling.
1: The entrepreneurial ceiling, the challenge with that is you're at capacity, the business is at capacity. It's normally very chaotic because you don't have the business systems to cope with that amount of activity. And often the business owner is in overwhelm. So where we have to go from that point is what got you to there cannot get you to the next stage of your business. What got you today will not get you to tomorrow. So effectively, the change will always start with the business owner around a different mindset. They need to stop thinking of themselves as employees. You would not believe how many business owners turn up to a job every single day, not as a visionary to try and take their business to somewhere else, but turning up to what they know best, you know, a lot of them have come from either a trade background or certainly as a technician background, and that's what they tend to value. And that's not going to break you through the entrepreneurial ceiling. That, in fact, is going to keep you under the entrepreneurial ceiling. So, where the shift will come is a different mindset. That you're not treating, you're turning up to your business every day like it's a job. You're recognising that what got you to today will not get you to tomorrow. And you really need to think and regrow and your team so that you can leverage what's in your head and what you know into a business system that other people can then execute on and other people that have expertise in your business too. You know, the key person risk revolves around them quite often as well. And you have to leverage what's in their head and what their knowledge is into a business system so that you can then become the visionary of your business with a different job description and move through the entrepreneurial ceiling towards freedom and growth. In your book, you encourage people to set an aspirational strategy. How does one do that? It's really interesting because when you're in that chaotic, overwhelm stage, Chris, you're very much in the weeds of the day-to-day. You're highly reactive to what's coming at you. What we need to do is we need to change that frame and reframe to a proactive outcome. And what a vision does, it's a fantastic tool not only for you but for your people to create space and give them a different perspective to the close, reactive environment they're in and gives them something to aim and a bigger picture to work towards. How I do that is I'm very much a fan of Wickman's work in a book called Traction. And he starts by setting the values of the business, which is really important so that everyone can align around what's important, and then moves to creating a 10-year plan now. That may seem pie in the sky, 10 years out, who knows what's going to happen. I'm an ASL nut and I liken it to kicking for goal. Now, when you're kicking for goal in ASL or rugby league or rugby union, you don't actually aim for the goals. You aim for a point in the stands way beyond the goals with the idea that it will then sail through the goals on its way there. And I think setting a vision is like that. So having a 10-year game plan around where we could be, and I really love to stretch that in a row, you know, what's possible what revenues are possible, what markets might we play and what technologies could be available in 10 years' time. Really play light with it, but set some really aspirational dynamic goals. Then drag that back to three years, right? If we're going to get there in 10 years, what do we need to get to in the next three years to give us a foundation, a footing, to be able to springboard into you know, that bigger picture stuff? Then drag the three-year goal back to a one-year goal and then how do we then in the next 12 months get ourselves to a point, where do we have to get to to get to our three-year goal? And then ultimately really strong businesses and teams pull that back to what they call 90-day rocks. Now that's a Stephen Covey exercise from the 1970s about spending time on doing the right things first that are going to get us to that bigger picture. So ideally setting a a great vision, which will give us a different perspective to the day-to-day, is all about setting a 10-year goal, a three-year goal a one-year plan and a 90-day rocks so that we really have a very, very clear understanding of what success looks like and we can execute the day-to-day with a bigger picture in mind. What do you recommend business owners do to shift their mindset? Number one is stop turning up to a job. This is your business. You get to set the rules. In 2007, I've been consulting for the last 20 years and in 2007, I did a Victorian government program where I actually did a SWOT analysis And a bit of an assessment and then a diagnostic review and then went back and came up with an action plan for 107 regional businesses. And that was the end of a drought period where businesses were really struggling to find a way through drought, particularly in tourist regions. What I learned in that 12 months I did 107 businesses, what I learned was most of those people were actually turning up to a job. They'd come from being the technician in whatever their previous life had looked like before they owned the business. And then when they came in the business, they continued to turn up and doing the tasks that they knew and felt comfortable in, even if it wasn't getting the results that they want. So the first thing you need to do as a business owner, if you want a different outcome, is get uncomfortable. You have to put yourself into this new role. You have to set yourself a new job description, one of being the visionary and really setting a roadmap for all your people to follow getting really stuck into the management side of things about creating business systems and processes so that other people can follow what you want them to and doing very little of that technical operational work. But what I see in the day-to-day and particularly, you know, family-based businesses and uh, SME businesses is people don't tend to do that. They tend to turn up and they do what they know how to do and they do what is comfortable and very rarely will they get changed in acting like that and behaving like that. When the going gets tough, and which it always is, running a business, is it worthwhile to think back to why you started the business in the first place? No doubt running a business is challenging. And to be honest, most people wouldn't have it any other way. You know, you're in business because you want that challenge, you're welcoming that challenge. And when you got into that business in the first instance or started your business, it's a really creative, aspirational type of period. You've got all these great ideas, you've got all this energy about where you're going to go and where you're going to take this business about what's possible, how you're going to do it better and stronger than others, you know. As the day-to-day reactiveness grinds you down and your energy levels deplete, it's really hard to remember that feeling way back when. And I think as we hit the entrepreneurial ceiling of that overwhelming chaos, if we can recapture that energy, energy is everything. People buy your energy. So if we can recapture that energy around what got us into the business in the first place create an aspirational vision of where we potentially want to get to, and then create the systems that are going to break us through the entrepreneurial ceiling. Give us those little moments, those little wins, so we've got to have a strong scorecard. I call them ripple strips, like when you're driving down the highway and you've got ripple strips on each side that tells you when you're out of your lane. Putting those things in your business that keep you on the straight and narrow, I recommend you write a job description for yourself so that you can stay inside your lane and really continue to build momentum towards this bigger picture and not get stuck in the day-to-day. And if we can do that, if we can really start to get these small wins on the board through the process we're creating, it'll give us confidence that we're on the right path. And if we can do that and capture the original essence of why we started the business and ultimately the legacy that hopefully that will bring, then we can really wake up every day with a lot of purpose in a very different place than we might otherwise have been when we're reactive turning up to the day-to-day just like a job.
0: That was Chris Green, author of Business by Design. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Producers are Nick Schildberger, Chris Ashmore, Jeff Waters and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.